Blog Talk Radio. anytime by joining our chat room throughout the entire show. And today we are discussing what men really want from Uh-oh. their mates. And I would go so far as to say I'll start it off, um, honey, today mm-hmm. with love. And love is an undying feeling you have for someone. Love is warm, selfless, and true. Love has a mind and heart of its own, something you cannot control. For love is that everlasting thing felt deep in your soul. No question about it, baby. I'm going to go with honesty. Truth, you want to know what you see and hear is real every day. You want to know that everything that you see and hear on a day-to-day basis is really true. So honesty is at the forefront. Even be honest with your mate if it hurts sometimes. So honesty is big, baby. And I would have to definitely reiterate that with you, honey, because I know you love honesty. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm always honest, ladies out there that's listening to the show. You, you, you have to be honest with your mate no matter what. So say, for instance, you know, your husband or your boyfriend or whatever um, is eating a lot of steaks and drinking a lot of beer and starting to get a beer belly. There is, of course, a way to go about letting him know, you know, just like there's a way for him to let you know if you're eating a lot of fries like I do. And you just say something along the lines of, honey, you're just the sexiest man I've ever seen, and lately you've been putting on a couple of pounds. Why don't we walk together? There's different ways to be honest. So not just about that, but honesty and everything. If he asks you a question, be honest about it. You should be doing things that is truthful and good for the relationship, so you shouldn't have any problem in being honest with that. The next one we'll move along to, and that is loyalty. Ladies, this is a must. A man wants to know that you are in his, you are his, excuse me, and his only, okay, as well as you are in his corner 100%. This is a gift to your mate that he will surely want. Again, it is loyalty. Be loyal, you know, be, be about him, you know, the relationship, but mainly make sure you're loyal to your mate. Would you say that's uh, something you want, honey? Baby, I would say loyalty <laughs> is so, so truly big because all of these truly, uh, as you hear them, guys, they're going to come together, wouldn't you say, baby, and they kind of intertwine into each other into a big picture, but loyalty is a, is a big, big solidifying fact. I'll also say friendship. You want a person to depend on, trust, talk to, laugh with, all of the qualities that make a good friend. Your girlfriend or your wife, it doesn't matter. 
You want them to be your best friend, somebody that you can talk to, laugh with, just have a good time with, and share any personal, anything that you want to share. You want to know that you can share it with your friends. So friendship is very big in a relationship. And I have to reiterate that again, honey. I would have to say being soulmates. That's mm-hmm. what my husband's talking about, you guys, being friends, being soulmates, being able to talk about anything. You know how, you know, us women, and I'm talking to the ladies out there, and you know how sometimes we can feel like, oh, my God, you know, I'm tipping the scale five pounds more than I want to, or, oh, I'm just not feeling ladylike today, or, oh, I don't feel beautiful or pretty. You know, we're seeing all these images on TV and different things like that, and they're making it seem like these people are beautiful, and you don't have any reinforcement within yourself because you're not, you're thinking pessimistically instead of optimistically, so you're thinking, oh, my God, I don't feel, you know, attractive in that way. Well, you should be able to talk to your mate about it and that's what soulmates is being able to reach deep down in your soul and share that with them and them do the same for you and understand and love each other so i would definitely have to reiterate friendship is very important and then we'll move down to number five which is attention okay he should be the object of not only your affection ladies but your attention as well. A man loves and needs to know his mate is paying him the attention he truly deserves. And this is something that will also strengthen your relationship. Um, Nobody wants to go into a room with their mate male or female, and or, or whatever, and they're not paying attention to them. But especially for guys, they want to be paid attention to. So don't get in there and then see your girlfriends. Oh, bye, I'll see you later. I'm going over here and talk to my girls about the newest boots that's out and the new handbag and leave him over there to, you know, hang out with his guy friends. It's okay to give each other breathing room and space, but pay attention to your mate and make sure all of his needs are being met. So attention being paid is something that I know for a fact they truly want. I know mine does. No question about it, baby. That That's a big one. goes both ways. I also have compassion, and I put compassion slash understanding because this is another one that goes vice versa for you must understand what your mate is going through. And if you don't understand or have compassion about it, you want to. This is something that is truly big in a relationship because sometimes you don't maybe understand what's going on at work and through conversation and what have you. It will show you to have compassion for your mate and understand what is going on with them the next one we would have to jump down to thoughtfulness thoughtfulness is something that i found that being thoughtful is one of the best gifts you can give him if you don't you know then it's it's your relationship is going to suffer okay it don't cost you a thing when i say being thoughtful here's an example your mate works and for instance you know you know he's got an early morning the next day why not make sure the laundry's done you know iron his shirt if he wants you to some guys are you know picking no 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 i'll do it myself but be thoughtful enough to ask them, you know, and make sure the lunches, his lunch is made, you know, and that's if necessary. His job might not be one where he needs to take lunch, but these are just things, these are suggestions because being thoughtful, it definitely is something that will go a long way, and he'll love you for it. Yes, baby. I also have strength. Strength to hang in there through relationships, curveballs. Strength in each point is pivotal. Strength in attention, friendship, loyalty, honesty, love. Your strength will also build the strength in him because as he sees the strength, it's also going to build the strength in him to be strong in those type of situations also. Oh, most definitely. That's something that, you know, if you show not only your mate, but if you show yourself you can be strong through any situation, you know, that that would definitely solidify the relationship. The next one, and I'm going to reiterate this, um, it's understanding. You know, this is very, very important. To understand a man is to not only love him, but cherish him as well, ladies. As with women, men are complex individuals as well. 
and they need their mate to be understanding. When things may be a little confusing or he may not be able or be feeling like talking at the moment, he just may want you to be understanding about that and just say, you know, okay, I understand. Later on, you know, we can talk about it or whatever. But make sure, and he will thank you for it. I have to reiterate, I know my husband kind of touched on it a little bit earlier when he was talking about compassion, but there again, they do kind of intertwine all together. But understanding is something that you have to have in a relationship because that's what a man really truly wants. No question, baby. Mm-hmm. Also, we have respect. This goes without saying, but respecting your mate is a must. It helps with every aspect of your relationship. And I would also be remiss not to add in there self-respect mm-hmm. because those are two things that, that go hand-in-hand, hand, obviously, but respecting your mate is going to flourish the relationship and is definitely going to allow both of you guys to have a newfound respect for each other. Oh, most definitely. Respect is something that is one of the main, main ingredients in a in a strong and loving relationship. I'm gonna go back through real quick and just and just uh, you know, reiterate one more time. I have love, we have honesty, loyalty, friendship, attention, compassion, strength, and respect. One more time for y'all. Love, honesty, friendship, attention, loyalty, compassion, strength, understanding, and respect. Those are all very, very important things in a relationship. And, honey, i got a little couple questions that I want to ask you. And I'm going to base this on my husband, you guys, but all of you out there with mates, you know, you might have a boyfriend, a fiancé, a husband, whomever. You can apply it if you want to your relationship. But these are just examples, and I'd love for you to understand I'm talking to a man. It happens to be my man, but I'm talking to a man about what he truly wants. And these are just some questions that I think the ladies would have. And, again, you can – Call in live and join us at 347-215-8305 throughout the entire show or go into our chat room, which, by the way, I need to open up and say hello to everybody. It might be people in there already, and if it is, hello, everybody. Um, but I want to ask you, honey, what do you have? To, does your woman have to cook? Is that something that is a prerequisite of yours? Well, I think all of those type of, if you want to call them duties, whatever it is, some people are better cooks than others. So in a relationship, there is also compromise. So you have Mm -hmm. to figure out the things that you do well, the things that your mate does well, and you have to work together. Because some, like myself, I enjoy cooking, so I'm going to try to cook a lot more than my wife is going to try to cook. And those are the type of things that inside of a relationship you just kind of work together. But, no, I don't think that uh, Mm -hmm. your wife has has to cook or your mate has to cook. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a good one. Do you require to be spoiled or do you just want your mate to just love you and just be a good mate? Um, I think I my way, my mate, I'm speaking of being a really truly enjoy being spoiled and there's nothing wrong with that because that mm-hmm. can go like I said a lot of the times a lot of these go both ways so if you're spoiling me I'm spoiling you back and that oh. is add for an environment that is really conducive to both people well I love that honey and um, you know what we got a couple there's a couple myths out there about guys and it's if they don't have a trophy wife or girlfriend. And when, what I say by that is, because I don't believe in that, is if your woman isn't drop-dead gorgeous and, you know, a size zero and wearing the latest, you know, high-fashion clothes that guys can tend to, like, bash your girl and stuff, and it makes a man feel like they don't have the prize. Is that a myth or is that a true fact? 
See, I, I want to stop you right there with that one because it is up to the individual and what he sees, the beauty that he sees in that person because right. things that you see in somebody, someone else might not. And that's what makes each and every relationship so special in and of itself is that I see in you something and you see in me something that other people evidently don't see. And that goes that's for right. everybody out there. So now I don't think you need that, but everyone I think in a certain way has their trophy. Fantastic. And and I'm not going to jump in there and like say what a woman wants because you guys got to stay tuned. There's going to be a show coming up what a woman truly wants here in a couple of weeks. So be tuning in for that one because I definitely want all you ladies to email us, go to our MySpace, you know, let us know what your thoughts are. What do you truly want? I know what I want and I'm going to share it on the show. So if you're okay with that, make sure you put in there that yes, you can share some of my wants and desires because I think this is a good way for you know, us ladies to, to hear what guys want and, and guys to hear what ladies want by doing shows specifically based on that. And then there's another myth out there that um, men can't be faithful. Honey, you got to go bust that myth down, babe. No, I, I think that, you know, a lot of times that mm-hmm. things like that are said. I think that, again, it's said both ways, but definitely in this day and age there are faithful men, but it's more than that. It's a faithful relationship, That's two right. people coming together and both of them being faithful mm-hmm. to each other, and that lands a lot more for the support that you need both ways for somebody to be faithful and, and truthful and monogamous and honest, but definitely it's possible, no question. Oh, most definitely, and you guys heard it right here. It is just a, it's a topic that can go on and on and on, but we only have a few segments in our hour that we have, so we have to spend time on some of the other topics, but we enjoyed, enjoyed, enjoyed sharing with you those. And just before I hand it over to the next segment, I'm going to recap it one more time. you got to have for him, ladies, love, honesty, loyalty, friendship, attention, compassion, thoughtfulness, strength, understanding, and much respect. And once again, everybody, we do not purport to be experts in this field, but we do love each other tremendously. We've learned how to love each other wholly, and we wanted to share our thoughts with you. And again, you can join us live by calling 347-215-8305. And today, moving on, we have for you all in beauty and fashion a couple of our tips, and they are, drum roll, They are the color black is back, you guys. Get yourself some black in your wardrobe. It is a hot color this fall, and it is also the one color that makes a great statement any time. So you know how, like, everybody, the summer's coming, everybody's out there, oh, my God, i got to get some pinks and some, well, I know the ladies are, some, some yellows and some bright colors, and some of the guys that even like bright colors, you know, the oranges and the lime greens, and rocking those colors in the summer is great. But the wintertime, it calls for more darker, more subtle, you know, your burgundies and all of those, but black is the color this fall and any fall, but black is the color, so get yourself some black. Get some black. And speaking <laughs> of black, if you can find them, my, I got long johns for everybody out there. Okay. So if you can find some black long johns, get them for the long, cold winter months. They are a must. And also, you have the top. You can also layer dress the top and wear it underneath a T-shirt or something. Keep yourself warm and still look stylish at the same time. Now, baby, I got a question for you. Do they make black long johns? Because if they do, I'm going to get me some. Can I get you some? I don't know, but if they do, we need to find <laughs> some. It's funny. Pick you up some? Okay. Yeah. No question. And anybody out there listening that's a designer, if they don't have them on the market, because you know I'm going to go online and look, I'm going to my favorite places, remember Overstock.com, remember all those places I told you guys about? 
couple shows ago. Well, if I don't find them, maybe you could design some and make some. I know me and my husband's designers, but we're so busy with all of our different things that we're involved in and our charities and different stuff like that that we don't really have time to design as much as we'd like to. But we definitely, definitely are going to check into that. And check back with me in a couple shows. I'll tell you if I found some black long johns. That's a good one, babe. Thank you very Next, much. Next, we'll move to the blazer. Yes, that's right. This one goes for ladies and men, you guys. This is my tip for this week. You can rock a blazer with slacks, jeans, or for the ladies even, you can rock it with skirts, and you can look great. Now, personally, I personally, you guys, like the blazer and jeans. I kind of stole that look from my husband because he would rock a sport coat, a nice shirt, T-shirt, whatever he's feeling at the moment, and some fly jeans or pants with patches on them or khakis, whatever. He's just got tremendous style in that area. So I stole this look from him, but I love to put on jeans and a blazer. It gives you that polished look, and, you know, that's my kind of style now. So make sure, though, that you play around a little bit with your own. No question about it. That is a beautiful style. <laughs> I also have Crocs. Now, for people out there who might not know what Crocs are, that's C-R-O-C-K-S, kind of like crocodiles. It's a rubber slip-on, very comfortable, brought to popularity by surgeons and doctors who are on their feet for long hours where comfort is paramount. They come in abundant colors, any and every color under the sun, and they are a traveler's best friend when you're going through security. Trust me, because we do a little bit of traveling. You can slip them on, slip them off real quick. You can find them at practically any and every department store, and they're also available at the airports themselves. Now, I got a question for you on these, honey. Can you wear them, like, with socks or barefoot? Can you just rock them all different kind of ways? Yeah, you well, definitely when you're, like, traveling, you want to wear them with socks because that's Mm going to keep your feet warm. But also, like, if you're washing a car or something like that, you can slip them on because they dry off super quick. They don't have, you know, they're not going to retain moisture or anything like that. So they're they're very, very good shoe, versatile to have in in your uh, repertoire. There it is, you guys, and you heard it for our hot tips in beauty and fashion this week. We had the color black is back. We had long johns. We had the blazer rocking it with some jeans or whatever you feel inclined to do at that time, and Crocs. And then we'll move right along into hot topics. And in hot topics and news today, you guys, we have some pretty um, sad things to, to tell you about, but um, we are discussing... And we're going to start off with Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas overdoses on sleeping pills. The Associated Press is reporting that a close and good friend of ours, Isaiah Thomas, former NBA basketball all-star, has overdosed on sleeping pills. Police were sent to the home of Thomas in response to an emergency call placed by cellular phone in the first minutes after midnight on Friday morning. A statement from New York Knicks spokesperson did not confirm details of the incident, but said Thomas is doing well. Isaiah Thomas spoke with members of the New York Knicks organization and is okay, the statement read. He is dealing with a family matter and will, and we will have no further comment. He has asked that we respect his privacy, and we will. Truly, truly, we send our our deepest uh, sympathy and prayers out to a a great and good friend of ours, Isaiah, uh, better known as Zeke. So hopefully he's doing well, babe. Oh, my goodness, yes. Our hearts and and prayers go out to him. Um, The next one, you guys, this is sad, and it's also very cruel. And I'm sure you guys probably heard about it if you're watching CNN 24-7 like we are. But it's a woman, she admits to making up the McCain sticker attack. And it says, police say Ashley Todd, 20, she's 20 years old, admitted making up the report she was attacked because of a McCain sticker. Ashley Todd of College Park, Texas, 
Texas, excuse me, has been charged with filing a false police report, a misdemeanor, and may face more charges. They said um, Todd is incarcerated at the Allen, <laughs> I cannot pronounce it, at the county jail there, but had not been arraigned by Friday night. Um, she pretty much um, said, and I'll just tell you in my own words instead of reading it word for word, she um, was at an ATM machine, she claims, and a black male, African-American male, six foot four, came up, supposedly took $59 from her, and then um, saw that she had a McCain uh, bumper sticker on her car, demanded to, um, her to take it off after he physically um, insulted her, hit her and beat her up, and stuff like that, she claimed, and carved the letter B in the side of her face which would stand for Barack, and um, then she told the police, she went to a friend first, and the friend helped her call the police, and she told them what happened. Well, they immediately um, asked her to give them more information, had her take a lie detector test, which she failed. Um, they said that the B was opposite the way that it would normally be, and that's what made them know that she probably done it herself, is because if you're looking in the mirror carving a B on your face, it would be backwards, and that's what it was. So then she went on and told the truth, and that's good that she told the truth. I wish it wouldn't have happened in the first place, and now she's facing charges because she filed a false police report. She said that the person told her she better vote for Barack. So, I mean, honey, isn't that just terrible? Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. That's the first thing that I, that I said when I saw the B backwards is that's how you would carve a, a B in your face if you're looking in the mirror. But also $59. When you go to the ATM, they only give you that's 20 right. I don't know, baby. It's really sad, and hopefully that that gets handled. And I, you don't even know what to say sometimes. No, but you don't. <laughs> I'm going to move into brighter news. We okay. have for all you car collectors out there, Boham's auto auctioneers are set to auction off uh, actor Bruce Willis' muscle car collection. Wow. They, yes, in Los Angeles, they are gearing up for another landmark event scheduled to take place in just a few days at the Peterson Automobile Museum in L.A. Enthusiasts, undeterred by the financial crisis, of course, will find all matter of automobile and automobilia at the auction, including several Steve McQueen artifacts, a land speed record-breaking 1949 Vincent motorbike, uh, also a selection of muscle cars from the collection of action movie star Bruce Willis, um, Bruce is offloading a prized collection of classic American steel, including a pair of Corvette Roadsters, an original 1957 and a 1967 Stingray, a 1955 Chevy Nomad, a 1969 Dodge Charger, and the the big daddy of them all, a 1968 Shelby GT500 com- convertible. The star factor is no question going to add value to this, baby. But, man, that's a lot of American <laughs> steel, no question about it. That is a lot of cars, honey, and I know it just makes you salivate because my husband, you guys out there that didn't know, is a car collector, an avid car collector. He loves antique cars, so he would appreciate just even looking at it and gazing upon it and, and enjoying just all the different qualities that antique cars have. And he, to be honest with you, and we talk about it in our book, too, No Ordinary Love, um, I've become a little bit of a collector and follower of them, too. Um, I, I just think that they're special and they have meaning, and I never paid attention until, you know, my husband showed me all the different qualities that antique cars have. Moving right along into some very, very tragic news, we have Jennifer Hudson's mother and her brother have been found shot to death. Law enforcement says Jennifer Hudson's mother was one of the two victims shot and killed in Chicago yesterday. A neighbor tells TMZ that other victims would 
Jennifer's brother, the other victim, excuse me, was her brother Jason, a cousin who lived nearby, discovered them. And as of today, they still have not yet found the seven-year-old little boy, um, her little nephew, that is missing. They do have different uh, suspects in custody, but they haven't charged anyone as of yet. Um, the neighbors did report also hearing gunshots pretty early in the morning, about 9 a.m. in the morning, and then everything went silent, and then they heard a car skid away. The car supposedly was a white suburban that belonged to one of the victims, which would be Jennifer's brother, and um, they're not sure. They did say it is a domestic violence. They did perform the autopsies on both victims uh, this morning and found them to be deceased from gunshot wounds. So our prayers and our hearts go out to Jennifer, and, um, Jennifer excuse me, Hudson and her family, and we hope that she can find some kind of solace and through all of this and definitely reach out to God because he'll, he'll see you through. He don't give you more than you can handle. And if you, um, if anybody is listening, please send our prayers to Jennifer. No question about it, baby. Well, we'll move right into love and romance. And in this week in love and romance, we have lots of good things to share, starting with a few tips we have been asked about from our listeners and thought we would share them with you, babe. Definitely. And we want to take um, about a 20-second uh, break. So I'm going to play you guys a little something um, to entertain yourselves while we do that. Just give us one second. Why is it so important to be committed to your relationship? I would say, baby, just uh, 
commitment is is so big because it empowers the other mm-hmm. person when they see that you are committed to something because let's face it things happen you know on a day-to-day basis and when you show the commitment to stay in there and stay true and be with that person it adds such strength and roots to the relationship that it's it's just so powerful commitment is is so so vastly and very important that's right, and I would say that if you guys pick up our book, No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball, we talk about commitment, and we have a saying, and it is be committed to the commitment, okay? And then number two. I have show, showing your devotion to your mate. This is a must, everyone. Now, question-wise, obviously, how do you feel about devotion, baby? I would definitely have to say, you know, showing devotion means I'm devoted to you. I'm not just going to talk the talk. I'm going to walk the walk. I am devoted to you in every which way of the word. True devotion is, okay, how are you feeling today? Oh, you're not feeling very well. You want to just relax and watch a movie? Let's relax and watch a movie. There's nothing else unless it's life or death or your child that is more important than making sure that your mate feels that devotion that you have for them. So you be devoted to them, meaning they come first. Period. So devotion is extremely important, and yeah. that's what my definition of devotion is. Yeah, baby, I, I truly agree, and, and you mm-hmm. hit it on the head when, you, when you're talking about devotion. It doesn't matter what it is, peer pressure, what your friends, anything, the devotion to your mate has to be so strong that they know and understand, and I think that's the basis of what we're trying to say. Oh, most definitely. The next one we have is being romantic with your mate. It will be a godsend. Honey, what, like, why is being romantic with your mate so important? Because I think a lot of the times, baby, as people go, you know, and and life starts coming at you in your day-to-day and things, you know, there are important things that are going on, whether you have children or you don't have children, maybe it's your job or whatever, and those little romantic things that made that person so special to you, maybe you sometimes lose it a little bit and you don't start doing them as much. That's why being romantic is so big because it keeps the zest. If you want to say sparking the flame and the fire, keeping it going, whether it's giving them a little booklets of you you know a, a coupon for a kiss or a, or a back <laughs> rub or a hand rub or any any hug anything those are romantic things that definitely touch not only the female but also touch the male also babe. most definitely i would have to agree and the next one we have communicate with each other the foundation of every every great relationship communication is like honey i mean <laughs> That's in friendship, you guys. That's in relationships. That's in child, mother, father, child, whatever type of relationship it is. Communication is extremely important. You've got to open your mouth and be able to talk about it. One thing that is very, very much of a turnoff and is very annoying to the other person is when the other one doesn't want to communicate back and they shut down. That is just unacceptable. It's not right. Everyone has to be able to be open to communication because then you can solve problems, you can find answers, you can feel better, you can make the evening be a great evening because you have a choice or you can have a bad evening. If you choose to shut down and not communicate, well, what are you going to do? You're going to fester with those feelings and thoughts. Same with the other person. Nothing's gotten solved. Everybody's upset, and then you have to try and go to sleep. And the next day is still going to be there. It's not going to go away. 
So if you communicate, you get to the bottom, to the root of it, even if it's not nothing bad. You're communicating about something good even. You might even be able to bring something, you know, even more of a blessing out of that good by communicating. Wouldn't you say? Yes, I would, baby. You know, an analogy of communication and making sure that you're able to communicate is like if you're in the room with somebody Mm -hmm. and they speak a total different language and the both of you can't communicate, and those are the type of things. Now, that's a big barrier, obviously, because it's language, but you're going to figure out a way to to tell them, oh, do you want something to eat? Do you want, would you like something to drink? Well, if you can do that with somebody who doesn't even speak your language, you got to be able to communicate with somebody that does speak your language and figure out how to bring it across in a very uh, compassionate and, and romantic and loving way. Most definitely. And you guys, last week's winner of our essay contest, her name is Miss Tiffany Janae. She does have a radio talk show on Blog Talk. I'm not sure what it is, and she's going to kill me for it, but she, it is Miss Tiffany Janae, and congratulations to her. And you guys can see her essay on our MySpace page and on this um, website here at Blog Talk Radio as well by next Tuesday because we got to post it up there. It's fabulous, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. And Awesome. And we would like to thank you all for participating in every one of these that we do, and we will be having another contest this week as well, baby. We will? No, no question about kidding. it. Come with it. Okay. It will be a five-question Christie quiz, and here's how it's going to go. We will ask you all at this time five questions about us, and you have to go online to find the answers. That's the only hint we're going to give you. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number one, let's go with what is our company website address? Okay, I'll reiterate that. Number one is what is our company website address? Number two is where where are we from, the city and the state? Okay, also, did we appear on the Howard Stern Show, true or false? Is that number three? That is okay. number three. Number three, did we appear on the Howard Stern Show, you guys? Is that true or false? Number four is what is the full name of our reality TV show that's on BETJ? Again, number four, what is the full name of our reality TV show on BETJ? And number five is what year did we get married? Now, listen, everybody out there, the winner will win a brand-new silver Apple iPod Nano, so make sure to enter the contest, y'all. Most definitely, and let me reiterate to you one more time what the questions are. You guys ready? Because I'm going to go kind of fast because we got to move into our next segment. And that is, what is our company website address? Where are we from? You have to put the city and the state. Did we or did we not appear on Howard Stern's show? What is the full name of our reality TV show that is currently playing in reruns on BETJ? And what year did we get married? That's the question number five. And you would email those to our MySpace, which is myspace.com forward slash is it Doug and Jackie, Infinite Love? Yes, Jackie? it is. <laughs> Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love. You guys know what that is anyway. Email us to that or email us at sales at JackieChristie.com. You can email your answers there. We got a bunch of um, people emailing both last week, so either one will work. Or you can call us at 888-733-7105 and just say your answers, and then we will put your name down. And if you win, you remember, you're going to win a brand-new silver iPod Nano, Okay. And um, we'll move right along into where we going, honey. We going are, are we going, going there? We're going there. Okay. We, we are. There it is. That's exactly where we're going. <laughs> and again, everybody knows once we hear that music, we will be welcoming back the one, the only sports blog talk whistle. Whistle, are you out there in blog talk land? <laughs> 
I'm not far. Anytime is taco time. There you go. Well, Wizzle, starting right off, I'm going to jump into the world of baseball. We have a series that is tied at 1-1. I wanted to wait to get your pick. You got to see both teams. They're tied 1-1, Philly and Tampa Bay. Can I get a World Series champion pick from you right here so everybody's listening? Who you got, Philly or Tampa Bay? You know, it's pretty tough. We're going Tampa. They dropped the devil, and the Rays will prevail. Wow. Okay. Well, everybody, you heard it right there. If you want to listen to the whistle, you know he's been on point. So uh, the Tampa Bay, uh, we're not going to call them the Devil Rays anymore. We're just going to call them the Rays. Will be World Series champions at the end of this year. So now, since you're predicting everything, November eighth, we got Mr. Jones versus Mr. Kalzaki. Is that how you pronounce his name? I believe that is right. And we're talking about Roy Jones Jr. fighting Mr. Kalzaki. Now, Wizzle, I've seen an a interview with him on MSG, the, the network in, in New York, and he, he looked pretty, Roy Jones looked pretty serious. And he, and he says that he, there's some other fights we'll talk about later, that he really wants to make sure that he gets back out there and uh, crushes some people. So do, who, who do you got in this fight on November 8th? You know, I got to go with Roy in this one. Um, I think he does want redemption. I do think that he realizes, uh, first and foremost, what legacy means in boxing and, and some of the questionable bouts as far as uh, questioning the, uh, an opponent's integrity as far as how hard he's going to challenge himself is definitely something that uh, Roy has stickling and that's definitely fuels to the fire right now. So I, I'm looking for Roy to prevail and then and, and try to, to figure out some more answers for himself and also for his boxing legacy. You know, when he said that he stepped up in this interview, when he said that he stepped up to to heavyweight and he added 25 pounds of muscle, he said he didn't understand how that was going to affect his quickness when he went back down and fought Tarver. And he said it took him three years to get back that zest and that quickness. Do you believe something like that is possible when you put on that much muscle to to regain quickness? Well, I mean, uh, definitely it is a body change. Uh, I've never took personally that that drastic of a body change. Um, so I'm sure it's something that you're dealing with, not only uh, physically but mentally as well in terms of can I do maybe some things that I'm not in touch with because at the same time you got to realize that we are aging at the same time. That means that your hard drive is, you know, a little bit outdated now. So uh, if you can do those things, and, and there certainly is question, if you know, within oneself. But, uh, hey, if anybody can do it, Roy can. He's a great champion. He obviously takes great care of himself when you look at him. You can almost assess the fight before it starts if you look at Roy's body. But the big thing is, is will he put himself in there to take that punch and to to, to to overcome his fear, and that's the, the mark of a great champion. Then, do you look forward to seeing a Jones Tarver three? I think that would be a good matchup. Um, Tarver does lose a little bit of his luster now. Um, I don't know if he's obviously he's been eating well. Uh, I'm sure we know that hitting the little Rocky premiere and whatnot. <laughs> Thanks, Antonio. But uh, I wonder if he still uh, has the same hunger. Uh, I know he's a good champion um, physically. When you look at him, he's not the most physically imposing type of uh, fighter, but he does possess, possess some skills, and he seems to be the the one nemesis for one. Roy Jones Jr. 
No question about it. Well, college football, it just started a bit ago, so we got number three, Penn State. Mr. Paterno has the Nittany Lions at 8-0 and for the first time, I believe, since 1972, and they are versus number nine, Ohio State. Who do you got in this one? You know, this is really a tough one. I like Ohio State. Uh, obviously, the teams from their, their early matchup, uh, it, it really shows you that it doesn't mean a lot right now because Ohio State it took such a huge hit from losing to SC as SC took a, a, another huge hit from losing in the conference. So uh, both of those teams are playing real hungry right now. But, hey, i got to go with Mr. Paterno. Uh, I'm rooting for the guy. I, I noted a couple of years ago that he was probably the most hated on man in college football and uh, questioning when he's going to leave and his tenure and when it's due to be up. But, hey, it shows you that uh, know-how and respect is obviously a key in what he's doing down there. And the, the, the players respect him. They're playing hard. And as a result, they have an undefeated record. Would you say that this is probably the key hurdle for the Nittany Lions to get over to to get into the BCS National Championship game on New Year's? Obviously, this is a huge game. Uh, every week uh, possesses a huge challenge as you do carry the number one label. But uh, still in all, um, they do need this, and I think that it will, will ensure their, their, uh, their winning ability to get in there because uh, the, 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 the remainder of the schedule isn't too tough. So uh, this is a huge game, and it will really help their, help their fight. Well, let's watch out. Uh, I'm going to be checking that out after the show here. Now, looking at the NBA season, we're going to jump into a little bit of basketball, but looking early here in the NBA season, I know you've been watching some of the, the early preseason games. Who you, Just some teams to throw out there, but who do you like who's looking good? you got the Celts, Cavs, Blazers, Lakers, the Pistons. Those are probably some of the front runners. Obviously, there are going to be some teams to step in there, but out of those teams or, or somebody else that's a dark horse that you got, who's looking really good? Well, right now, um, you know, obviously on paper, I, I like the Blazers. I like what they've been able to do in terms of getting their big man in a, a, a Aldrich some time without, you know, to be the big man, to make more pressure on your shot, to more pressure on securing your position as a power forward spot and taking over for the center of position for the Blazers last year. Now with the addition of Odin, that really, really helps him and his spot in terms of uh, a securing strong backcourt and front court for the, uh, for the Blazers. So uh, I like the Blazers. Obviously uh, last night the Lakers looked really well. Um, what can you say? Mr. Bynum, a lot of uh, inside play. They're really tough. They share the ball. They look tough right now, too. So, um, again, hey, Cleveland even looked really good last night. Uh, their team really looked like, uh, I mean, I, hey, I think anybody who watched that game could be honest about it and honestly say that they look like they've had the best team that Cleveland's had in quite some time. So, uh, all those teams are, are quite interesting. And it, as for one great NBA story. <laughs> Now, look, looking at the, the Cavaliers, and, and a lot of people have, have criticized the Cavaliers and not putting a lot of talent around LeBron James, but that, I think, goes to show his greatness, the fact that he's able to, to bring guys up to another level because look at it. They, they pushed the champions last year, the Celtics, to seven. The year before, they, they beat uh, Detroit in seven and make it to the finals. I, I mean, is, is this are you saying this is truly a Cavs team that might be able to jump over that hurdle or the Celtics – 
and uh, the Pistons just going to maybe be too much in that you're going to have to go through probably both of those teams to make it to the finals. Oh, without a doubt, and definitely the strength of scheduling uh, going down, uh, and obviously each game and the importance of it and the significance is huge right now because, as you said, uh, Boston looks like a strong, a very strong front runner, and their talent uh, and their nucleus in place. But hey, uh, again, uh, Cleveland has looked like they've improved upon the team they had last year. You know what you're up against in terms of Boston. The road will be a little bit more paved, but all in all, it's a better deal for the NBA because, hey, I'll be glued to the TV when those teams are playing. No question about it. Well, jumping into football, before we get into week eight, 49ers hire Mike Singletary. And for those of you who know those glasses, those big eyes at that linebacker position, now he steps into the to the sideline as a coach. What are you looking at from Mike Singletary? You, you think he's going to be a good one, a keeper in, the, in 49er land? Well, I do think so. I think that he brings certainly credibility and respect amongst the players, being a player and a tough linebacker himself. And not only uh, the physical attributes that you named, but neck and jawbone is really, really key on this man. But, uh, hey, let's keep it moving. The man is really knows the game. He's tough-minded. Uh, the big question is, will he relinquish the offense of him or will he start calling the plays from the offensive side? Because you have one Mike March down there. So, uh, hey, there are some – Internal questions, but I think all in all they picked a good leader. They they picked someone ferocious, and he's going to hold the players accountable. And I think they'll enjoy player form. So uh, I think they made a good choice, and only uh, the season being left is, is is left to be said. Now you you know you, you mentioned Mike March. Now he's a, as far as offensive goes, he he really put something out there. And do you think that they strategically put him in there so that uh, Mike can more or less work on rallying the troops right now? Maybe a little bit on defense, but he he has somebody that he can turn to on the offensive end and say, you know what, handle that. We'll talk. We'll go over things. But uh, you, you make sure that we're throwing a long ball. We're doing some exciting things and putting some points on the board. Oh, no question. And uh, obviously, I think that uh, with this new position that March has got to relinquish, obviously, some of his duties to be more open to to maybe this is what someone else sees, because now someone else's opinion really, really matters in being your head coach. So, uh, hey, you got to be open to what the coach would say and uh, what he thinks that he sees and what would be fit for the team. Obviously, they have a, a upper-tier running back that you've never heard of in a Frank Gore, and uh, he's super tough, and so maybe they'll they'll make the, the game a, a little bit more force feed and then, and, and then play the game based off of the run as opposed to pass first. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there's you know, hey, they're still struggling trying to figure their way out, but I think they have their components in place. They've got a lot of good players, and they've definitely got the fans to back them. So, hey, I root for the Niners. Why not? Okay, well, we're going to jump right into Week 8 then and tally up here pretty soon. And looking at Week 8, we, we're going to start right with the 49ers. you got the Seattle Seahawks uh, struggling, struggling along, going into 49er land. Who do you got in that one? You know, this is really, really tough, but I think that it's easy opening up on a week where I'm 63 and 41. We're going to go with the Niners to take this one. They are at home as we are struggling, uh, excuse me, as the Seattle Seahawks are struggling not to be biased with uh, Seneca Wallace at the quarterback helm and uh, injured Matt Hasselback with uh, some thigh and back problems. So uh, obviously uh, we're taking our hits, and it's not the most joyful season for Holmgren, and that being his last in Seattle. So we're going to go with Frisco to win this one. Okay, and staying with the Bay Area team, Oakland at Baltimore. 
you know, this is going to be a really tough one. But, hey, this is going to be a, a different type of deal, I think, that Oakland's going to encounter being they're facing the top two, top-tier defense in the league and facing a, a Baltimore Ravens team. And so uh, there was a lot of promises made about being very physical, and I think that they'll come out and Baltimore will be on the winning end of that one. How about Tampa Bay at Dallas? Now, this is one I know you went back and forth because those Cowboys, like you said, are real. And what do you think about the Cowboys and, and the Buccaneers? I think that Dallas right now is a, is a little bit disarrayed. They have a lot of internal problems, uh, maybe questioning their integrity as a team and, and what their strengths are. Uh, nonetheless, they are a top-five offensive team, but that is – when Tony Romo is at the helm. So i got to go with Tampa Bay with this one to continue up from the trend from last week with Jeff Garcia getting a win and for him to step in and play well and get an upset on the road in Dallas. Watch for that one, guys, Tampa Bay over Dallas. Now what about Washington at Detroit? Uh, what do you think there? Uh, Jim Zorn, keep it moving. Washington looks good. Uh, they got to continue their winning ways, and they'll continue to uh, gain some momentum and, and, and find some continuity as a team. So, Webb, I'm sorry, bro. i got to go with Washington all day. Okay, Buffalo at Miami. This is going to be a good game, and this actually might be one of the games that you might want to keep your eyes glued to. I think this will be a very tough game, but in the end of the day, I think that Miami's going to pull out and really, really shake their, their league out and uh, to, to add some toughness to the league. Uh, Buffalo's been running it pretty good, and I think that Miami will get in, and they'll get one at home. Uh, they had a couple tough losses last week, and so uh, the last couple weeks, uh, mind you, but uh, I think that they'll – step up and they'll, they'll be ready to accept the challenge this week. Now here's a big one. We got uh, St. Louis who's been playing some good football and they are at New England and New England comes off a big Monday night win but, but can they back it up again or does St. Louis go in and squeak one out? This is a big one. This will be at home. It's obviously a huge job for uh, uh, Miss Co- uh, Mr. Coach Hazlitt to go in there and get a win being that uh, he was uh, Basically, uh, uh, enticed with a, a win-based salary. Uh, if you can get six wins, you can be our head coach type of deal. So uh, I think he's going to go in here and try to get that win. And uh, I think I look for St. Louis to go ahead and take care of business. Steven Jackson will be a game-day decision. But, I, hey, I think he'll be playing. There you go. Now uh, we're going across the water for San Diego at New Orleans. So New Orleans is the home team, but I believe they're in England. So that's uh, quite a bit away. So uh, San Diego or New Orleans, who you got in that one? You know, this is going to be a, a huge game, obviously, for the overseas crowd. Uh, but i got to go with Breeze for a little payback uh, playing his old team. They're a little bit in disarray. LT isn't the 100% LT that we're accustomed to. So uh, I'm going to go with Breeze to get a uh, – Get a, get some payback here, and he also, mind you, he is the number one rated quarterback in the league, and he's also uh, at the helm of one of the best offenses in the league. So uh, I got to give the guy the nod right now, and I think he's going to put up some good numbers. We'll go with New Orleans in this one. Well, they will be cooking gumbo in Louisiana, Atlanta at Philadelphia. Now uh, Philly's got a lot of going on with the series, and uh, do, do they lose some focus? And, and Atlanta come in and get one, or uh, does Philly take care of business at home? Well, you know, this is going to be a tough game, obviously. Uh, this is a basically a battle of the number nine and number ten offenses, and if you were to guess who would be the number nine, you would be hard-pressed to say uh, uh, Atlanta. But 
Mind you, they are the number one, number nine offense. Philly's number ten, and it's basically going to come down to defense and, and physical presence. Uh, Westbrook may play this week. I think that may help out uh, whatever minutes he can provide. But I, I look for Philly to pull this one out. It's going to be a tough win, and Atlanta will fare well. But I look for Philly to pull this one out at the end. Okay, KC at the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're going Bretts, Bretts, Bretts to get the win this week. Bretts, Bretts, Bretts. Cleveland at Jacksonville. Who do you got in that one? Got to go with Jacksonville in this one. Really tough. Although Cleveland looked well last week, uh, Braylon Edwards really showed up, showed up big time. But I'm going with Jacksonville. It's a different uh, type of football, very physical, and it's going to be played in the elements. So uh, we're going to go with Jacksonville in this one. You like those Jaguars, Will. Uh, do you see the Jaguars, just to get off the tough subject for a second, do you see the Jaguars going deep into the playoffs? Well, they're just a, a really balanced team. They play physical, and they don't have enough of anything to have just enough, you know, like defense. And one thing that really, really uh, that that glues my eyes to teams that I look at are teams, first and foremost, you got to be able to play the game. It needs to be played without coaches being involved. That means being physical and effort. And those are things that certainly you don't question when the Jaguars play. So I, I just like what they're able to do when they, when they, they take advantage of situations. And uh, they're a pretty good team. I like them. I like the Jags. Okay, Cincinnati at Houston. Now, this is one I know Houston's been playing well. Since he hasn't been playing well, do they go in and and surprise Houston, or what what do we got here? You know, uh, Cincinnati uh, surprisingly could put up some numbers on you, but I got to go with Houston. They're at home. Uh, I think they are definitely a better team right now. Um, There are maybe a a little bit of of questioning in terms of what's going on right now in in Cincinnati and also the big blow, finding out that Carson Parmel could possibly be out for the remainder of the season with elbow injury. So i got to go with Houston at home. How about your Arizona Cardinals at Carolina Panthers? What do you got there? You know, this is one I went back and forth on, and, uh, hey, the – the chance of Anquan Bolden returning after a couple missing a couple weeks with serious sinus and draw injury is huge. Uh, I look for Arizona to go in and, and really play well against Carolina and to outscore them and, and, and not necessarily be the better team, but just to outscore them. And because I don't think people give Arizona a lot of credit and Kurt Warner a lot of credit in terms of what they can do and just in terms of getting the ball and moving it down the field and, and getting points and posting them up on the board and not only that, creating turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. So I got I go at Arizona in the upset in this one. How about the Giants at Pittsburgh, or should I say Manning at Roethlisberger? This is going to be a tough game for the Giants to win, and I say that mainly because, hey, we're talking about defense. We're talking about the number one rated defense in the league and, and what Pittsburgh brings in. Uh, they play extremely physical, and, hey, it's both sides of the ball, as you know, and if you've uh, got to, got to uh, peep at Heinz Ward and what he does blocking for his team in, in terms of uh, his responsibility as a wide receiver. So uh, I look for Pittsburgh to pull this one out and to really uh, basically handle the Giants. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an easy game for, the, for Pittsburgh. Now we got Monday night Indy at Tennessee, undefeated Tennessee. Who do you got in that one? 
and it's a big game to go back and forth. But again, uh, we're talking about defenses and being physical, and uh, Tennessee is number three in that category, right behind Pittsburgh or Baltimore. You pick it in terms of rating. Uh, I got to go with Tennessee. They're going to keep continue to winning trends, and I don't think they'll give Peyton Manning enough time. To, to establish his uh, relationship and connections with the other receivers as he has. So uh, I look for uh, Tennessee to pull this one out and continue their record and to show up undefeated going into week number nine. Wow, week nine. Wizzle, as always, go check out that Penn State-Ohio State game. As always, it's been a pleasure talking with you in the world of sports. Until next week, same time, same station. Just a bowl of chili and some crackers, y'all. Keep it casual. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> and you guys, we just we really enjoyed um talking with you today. Uh sports was great and we are moving right along into our final recap. And we just wanted to tell you I've been really Um, The lines is heated up, and we wanted to recap one more time what's important, what men really want, and that's what our show was focused on today, and that's love, honesty, loyalty, friendship, attention, compassion, thoughtfulness, strength, understanding, and respect. And that's what they want, you guys. So make sure you're giving your man or your fiancé or your boyfriend or whomever he is to you, make sure you're giving him those things, and I think everything will work out great. Honey, you got anything closing for all our friends? No question about it. Thank you guys for joining us once again, and love them up. Thanks again, and next time we'll catch you at the same place, same time. Be safe. Have a wonderful follow-up um, weekend, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thank you. Peace. Respect. I love